When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, a man who is probably ready to find out if we're going to break the space-time continuum by doing a podcast on a television show about a podcast, Ryan Nelson. Uh, that is funny. Uh, Justin, I just... I think it I don't think it needs to be stated that if you're in a relationship and the other party attempts to murder you, you're broken up. <laughs> yeah, I think that should be I think that should be known by this point if you got to that yeah, point. But yeah. nevertheless, you know, maybe it just should have to actually come out and say it. So uh, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started it back in January, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the about the sixth episode. I guess we're talking about the first six episodes of Only Murders in the Building, the second season of the Hulu show. If you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the main attraction podcast go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast and you can get patreon only content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level when you join up we'll shout you out here on the show plus as of right now if you were to join our patreon you could get an opportunity to uh, vote on what we are going to cover at the end of August, early September, when Andor and the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power comes out. We are giving our patrons the opportunity to pick which one of those we will cover from start to finish. Uh, so if you want to have a say in that, go to our Patreon and sign up and become a patron of our podcast. If you can't be a patron, you can help the show out by writing us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating. And if you have time, write us a review while you're there. If you do write us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on air next time we record. And we're also doing a giveaway this month uh, to encourage people to go in there and give us some of those reviews. So if you want to have an opportunity to win our Thor Strongest Avenger hat, uh, just go over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review, and also just write one or two sentences in the review section about why you love the show, and we will enter you in that giveaway. We'll do our drawing for it at the... At the when our last time we record in August, so we've still got about four more weeks uh, for you to get signed up for that. All right, we are talking about the I guess, it's really episode six, but we're going to be kind of discussing, I guess, all of season one plus the first six episodes of Only Murders in the Building. So let's just kind of get into it real quick. Overall thoughts on just the show in general, not just necessarily episode six, but the show in general. I love the show. Uh, when it came out last year, which it hasn't even been a full year since right. it came out, it started at the end of August in 2021. When I saw that they had convinced Martin Short and Steve Martin to be in a streaming show right. and a comedy, I was like, when I heard the premise, it's like, this is gold. Yes. And then not to mention Selena Gomez. Let me shout her out. Going toe to toe with <laughs> yeah. two of the le- absolute goats. Yes, uh, she's right there, right there with them. Well, I mean, and that's uh, what makes it even better. Uh, what uh, surprised me when I f- first started watching season one was, you know, I saw Selena Gomez, and look, she's a star in her own right. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. she's not. Uh, she has never reached the heights that Steve Martin or Martin Short reached in in their careers. And but for the most part, season one especially, season two even to a certain extent, the show really revolves around her and her arc. Yeah. I mean, so I mean that's just was really kind of surprising when I found out. I was like, oh, so they're really following after her uh, in the show, and that's just like I said to for them to do that and not to go after you know really follow more Martin Short or or Steve Martin in this. I was like, I was really surprised by that, but it's it's a. I think it's a smart decision because you can, there's so many different angles with what they've done with, with her character in Mabel that I think would just work really well. Uh, but one of the things you've talked about on this show a lot is, you know, you know, where are the comedies? Where are the comedies? And here's what I think. And this, when I've been watching this show, because 
yes, this is a comedy, but it's still not even a straight up comedy. I mean, right, it, right. it's it's a dramatic comedy, but you know, the straight up comedies, you just don't see those anymore. And the reason why I think we don't see that many just straight up comedies anymore is because we don't have actors like Martin Short and Steve Martin who are just comedy actors. I mean, that is what they yeah. do. That is what they spent their entire right. careers doing. You don't have those guys anymore. All the people, all the actors that come out nowadays that, you know, they're maybe they're comedy for a little while, but they want to do action or they want to do drama or they want to get into something else. And that's, that's part of it too. Cause you look at Bill Hader is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. He is one of the funniest people of all time. He is a younger version of these two. Right. And like, look what he, he wanted to get into drama. Right. I mean, well, you can even see that in, uh, cause I did finish up season three of, uh, Barry th- this week. And yeah. you can see that even with the progression from season one to season three, season one mm-hmm. was much more on the comedy and season three was far heavier on the drama. Uh, and uh, yeah. personally, I prefer the season one version of it, uh, but that's yeah. just, that's just me. Uh, but like, and like I said, I think that is the reason why we don't get many more comedies. I mean, I think part of it is just, the fact that you know it's it's two broad strokes and i don't want to say this is the sole reason we don't get it but you know the downfall of saturday night live as a thing it's still there obviously they still record people still watch it but it's not as it's not as impactful on the television and movie industry as it once was and i think that's one reason we're not getting as many comedy actors no, because Will Ferrell is the last breakout yeah. from the get-go. They tried to make Jimmy Fallon happen as a – it didn't. Right. Andy Samberg had a couple of chances. It didn't happen. And then, well, Kristen Wiig, let's give her credit. Yeah, she she's been a pretty mm-hmm. big star. So she's the last one. Yeah. Uh, and they're trying to make Kate McKinnon happen. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Still, still, still waiting to see on that one. Now, granted, Jason Sudeikis, Will Forte – Mm-hmm. Sandberg hater are finding success in TV, right? They are, but not to this, not to the way that Wig, Will Ferrell, right. and then the, the whole '80s and '90s people before them. Uh, but you know, I was going to mention one one thing else. Steve Martin and Martin Short are part of the problem because they kind of moved on to dramatic stuff as well. Yeah, they kind of did. They did. I, 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 forgot, I forgot, forgot about that. I really didn't watch the dramatic stuff that much either. So, uh, yeah, that's, there's a reason that you want to watch <laughs> them in comedy. That's right. You're right. And like I said, I mean, I, I love, I, I like comedies. I love good comedies, but like I said, the, I haven't been drawn to them because there just aren't that many good ones. Uh, cause like yeah. when I try to watch a comedy these days, I mean, there's just so very few out there that just really make me laugh. And look, I've got a dry sense of humor. Well, Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, let's just throw this out too. The sitcoms are terrible. They on, are. The on, sitcoms on have gotten network. bad. <laughs> They've gotten real bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's just not a lot of good sitcoms and it's just, it's a bit of a lost art at this point to make, to make a really good sitcom nowadays. You just don't see that anymore. Uh, especially like in front of the, the ones that are done in front of the last two they, they've gotten so cheesy. Oh, it's, it's, it's awful. So, uh, thank you, Chuck Lorre. You ruined it. <laughs> it's really him to be, uh, blamed, to be honest. Well, okay. What, I don't get that. What do you, what do you, what do you mean? He's the two and a half men. Oh, uh, okay. The uh, Big Bang Theory, all those bad ones on CBS with the live yeah. audience—they're terrible. They're all him. He's yeah. a producer on all of them. Okay, yeah, I, I guess I didn't realize that. So that makes sense because, yeah, I mean, two and a half—I mean, those shows that you mentioned, Two and a Half Men, Big Bang Theory—I mean, they're—they're they're just whatever. I mean, I, I'll watch them if there's yeah. literally nothing else on, but I'm not stopping to watch them. Uh, and the, the, right. I will say this though. The reason they make those shows is because they do draw some people in, and they, that's recently. They and I just don't understand it. But I guess if you're listening to a podcast, I, I used to like Big Big Bang Theory. I will, I will be honest, but then the Modern Families and the single comedies, mm-hmm. the single camera comedies, came out, and they really they made Big Bang Theory feel really old. They did when they it was old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Like I said, and if I guess you know if if you're listening to a podcast about television, you're probably not. You're probably a sitcom, regular sitcom that they make nowadays probably would appeal much more to you than people who would listen to this show. So, uh, yeah. I guess all that makes sense, but, uh, you know, talking about this show and specifically only murders in the building. I don't know that I have anything negative to say about it. I mean, I would agree with you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's so weird. I mean, I don't know. I, Cause you know, we're going to give a rating of where we currently are with this. 
And even though I don't have the, I don't know, I'm still debating about this because it's, I, I enjoy the show. I like it a lot, but is it one of my favorites? I don't know. I guess, do you see what I'm saying with this? I mean, like, it's really good, yeah, but could, it, it's, you mentioned the word breezy right before we, we taught, we taped. And that, that is, this is a breezy show. Yeah, it is. You mm-hmm. know, I, I still think it's Game of Thrones because you're getting one. We need to, to the fact that they got Steve Martin and Martin Short yeah, to true. do this. Mm-hmm. Let's just throw that out. And Nathan Lane as well. Yeah, he's on it and he's uh, good in it. I mean, yeah, and the cameos yeah. they get in this are pretty good too. Oh, I mean, you're talking about Jane Lynch, Sting, Ryan, <laughs> Sting, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer's in it. Mm-hmm. But the, this is such quality, and it's so much. It's such an easy watch that you know you don't have to watch this week to week. You can catch up on it, and and you and you're taken right back to where you like it, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be enjoyable. You know, every episode is going to be good. There's not going to be a stinker. Even like a couple of these episodes, I think it's episode four. It really doesn't have a lot to do with the plot as much, right. but it's good. It's yeah, it good is. Something. Mm-hmm. And let me let me shout this out real quick. If you've never seen Martin Short and Steve Steve Martin's. Uh, live show that they do together they ha- they tour together regularly I do that. where they do they do a uh mix of comedy and music and it's very similar to this because it's two hours of them making fun of each other short is very similar to his character because there are a lot of jokes he is about five years younger than steve martin right and he makes sure to mention that <laughs> at, and he does in this show a lot too because he he acts like him and slater go oh, same, same age, same age. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. So, uh, that that's what cracks me up, and and they've taken that persona, and then also let's throw out they are making fun of the true crime podcast that blew up with serial. Mm-hmm. The, the the and actually Tina Fey looks and sounds like Sarah Canning from the NPR serial and all those true crime stuff. That's who they're making fun of. Yeah, they are. And yeah. I, I, yeah. let's just let's talk. Let's start there. Are you a fan yeah. of true crime? True crime podcast. True crime podcast. I am. I will say I've not been listening to them as much, but when that hit about God, it's probably been six, seven when those started, when serial and uh, S Town and all these ones back and like over and over. Doctor Death, I listened to all of them. I will say uh, there have been a lot better sports and entertainment since then. So I don't really. If someone tells me to go and listen to one, I usually do. One of uh, one of the ones I listened to a couple of years ago was uh, Richard Finding Richard Simmons. I think was the name of it. It was like because. There's, they believe Richard Simmons is dead, so right. they're, they're looking at missing Richard Simmons, whatever it's called. But that whole genre is great. Uh, you can always find one. There's a, there's a million of them now. But they're like, they're like the, the show that they're doing. They're entertaining. you got to have a great, get, great host who's good at plugging in the facts and the story, and it's entertaining. And most of them deliver. See, what I'm, about you? You're a fan? I'm not. That's one of the reasons I like this podcast, because they're making fun of them. Because I, yeah. I just, I've tried to listen to them before, and I just, I just can't do it. And you know, it's different strokes for different folks. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And I'm just not a huge fan of them. I, I, and they just blew up. because every, and I, I don't yeah. even ask for, for podcast recommendations for my friends anymore, because they always, like, I, I get dumped with all these true crime podcast oh, recommendations. Yeah. Like, I don't want those. Well, they're... There are people. My brother would never listen to the show that that I'm on. Right, I know. <laughs> but he would. He listens to them. That's the only genre he right, listens to. He doesn't listen to his his friend host one of the biggest sports shows out there <laughs> involving the team he likes. Right. He only listens to true crime. Yeah, I mean, so that- like you know. It's that there are people that are only true crime podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's the great thing about podcasts. I mean, there are so many you can, you there, yeah. if you go looking for one, you can find one that will definitely entertain you. So, uh, let's just go ahead and kind of get into the show. So obviously let's talk about season one. I don't want to spend too much time on it because we're, we're well past it. Well, before we do that though, let me just say, I am liking Hulu. The fact that, you know, it seems to be like, all right, we're going to do a season one, and then we're going to do another season, basically a year after. I'm, I'm loving that whole I know. deal. I mean, you're, like, you're right, and and they do that with their because this is an original Hulu, but yeah, they're also mm-hmm. doing it with the FX stuff mm-hmm. because 
what we do at the shadows reservation dogs the bear has been approved for season two you know they're knocking this stuff out like the other streamers take forever to decide you know if oh, yeah. they're going to give a season two they're doing it immediately yeah i mean so i mean we're getting like i said it's it, just it's that's the one thing i do miss from like my the pre previous years you know when my 20s and early 30s about television is you know you knew basically you'd have a season and then you know about the same time the next year you would get another season of the show and that's when you yeah. get banked on you know as well, much do you remember in the in the eighties, you were shocked when a show ended. Yeah, you were. Mm -hmm. You you were absolutely shocked, and that's one of the great things I like about what Hulu's doing is you, you will know you'll get about like we'll probably get another episode of the Bear, uh, another season of the Bear sometime in June next year. We'll probably get another season of this around June. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, I'm loving that from from Hulu because I, I miss that. Like, look, as much as I love uh, Stranger Things, who knows when we're going to get our fifth season on it. Yeah. Well, didn't they go ahead and approve this and Reservation Dogs for like two more seasons? And I, what we do know, with the shadows? I know this has been approved for, for season three. I'm not sure about the what rest of What we do them. with the shadows. Yeah, well, what I, we do I in the shadows has been. Mm -hmm. But like, like you said, thank goodness for them to be the one that we know we're going to get this stuff. Yeah, it, and like I said, I, I'm I love the way that they're doing this, and I wish more. I, look, I know there are some of, some of these shows that they make, like with Stranger Things. You know, that's basically you know you're putting out nine separate movies almost because of the production level. So that's a little bit yeah. harder. But there are there are some shows that are made out there that if they would just commit to it a little bit quicker, then they could get they could get a new seasons out a little bit faster than what they well, do. The the only one that Netflix has done a good job is Outer Banks, which is a just a a teen, like young adult fun right. show and that's pop. Right. But mm -hmm. they have they have approved it immediately when because it's a huge hit. Yeah. And I guess Umbrella Academy, although I haven't seen have they announced the next season? I think they have. I think I'm not hundred percent okay. positive. That's about the that. other one. They're they're usually pretty quick on that one mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, they are so but, We'll get off another subject. You're going to go back to season yeah. one. Yeah. All right. So season one, obviously, you know, uh, they really do a good job of just telling this story. And I just thought it was just so played out just so very well because, I mean, there are they do a really good job of like thinking, pointing you in the directions of certain people. And it's like one of those things, like they really start pointing you in the direction of Nathan Lane and his son in like episode seven of the first season. But, you know, when you're getting it that early, you're like, okay, obviously there's more to it because they wouldn't, they can't wrap up the show when there's still three seasons left. I just think they just do such a yeah. good job of the storytelling in this, in this show. In the season one, they got off to a, a heck of a start with it. And, you know, I never, I didn't foresee Jan being the murderer. I never saw that coming. I don't know about you, but what do you think of it? Yeah, I, I, I was going to ask, I know they pointed at Nathan Lane pretty quickly, they did. like in the mid. So did they ever, point to jan because they're obviously doing the same thing with cara devaney's character right in this mm -hmm. season mm -hmm. yeah i, I, I so, don't i don't think they really ever point to her until until that moment when he goes to the concert to hear her and he realizes that she lied to him about being the uh first chair bassoon player in, in in the orchestra i think that's the first time they and i don't remember what episode that was uh i so think that was probably less so it was probably eight or nine it may have been nine i think it was nine was where, yeah. Yeah. yeah i think it was nine like i said it's been a little while since i, since I saw episode uh since i saw the first season so i'm not 100 percent certain yeah. but like i said they don't really point to her so and you're right they're doing the kind of the same thing with cara delavine's character in this uh she plays alice banks who's kind of become yeah. a love interest for for selena and they're, they, you know, they point to her and they, they, they like pointed to her. I guess it was in episode four of this season where they really kind of put the spotlight on her. Was it episode four or episode five where they really put the spotlight on her? I don't remember. Uh, what well, started in four and then five and six, cause four Martin short says something and they pinned pan to her because it said something about the person the killer is most likely involved with art yeah and 
And then and then five is when they have or is it when they had the uh, the murder mystery and that's, they really start looking at her. Yeah, that's the I love that episode. The episode where they did the yeah, that was good the the uh, Zodiac killer game. I guess what what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, that was just a fantastic episode. I absolutely loved that it episode. Was. Uh, just really good stuff. This in there. One of the interesting things I thought I thought in this one as well is the introduction of Steve Martin's former stepdaughter. Uh, yeah, she's great. She was fantastic, and I looked her up. Uh, uh, let me find her again. Let me see if I can see her real quick. I cannot find her quickly on IMDb. Zoe, Zoe Margaret Coletti is her real name. She is 20 years old, and she does not look 20. Oh, my God. Is she really? Yeah, she's 20. Because I looked at her and was like, how old is that girl? She looks like she's 14. <laughs> she does. Wow. i got to give her credit. Uh, like I said, just... And the way they used her, and what I loved about that episode when they brought her into this into the show, you know, Steve Martin, Martin Short, you're, are obviously saying, you know, we don't know what to do with her. She is obviously way younger than us. They say, Selena, go like go and bond with her, and like yeah. and Selena's like real quickly realizes, okay, no, I still can't even bond with her, even though I'm younger. Right. Well, I I do like that Lucy uh, and and Oliver. Uh, have bonded making fun of uh, Charles. Yes. <laughs> that is, that's because yeah, so, so, she was like, oh, I think he, she's like, oh, I like Oliver. And then Charles was like, oh, no, that's not good. <laughs> like, the, the episode she was on. But, you know, they hinted at this on her last episode when she was leaving in the car because Charles says, you know a lot more than you're letting on right. about, you know, what's going on. So obviously, uh, they're going to. She's going to lead to more in the the following. Uh, I was going to mention another character. So Amy Schumer being in this, mm-hmm. and her being so obsessed with podcasts, I wouldn't be shocked if somehow she's involved. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either. It wouldn't, but and she's fantastic in this. Yeah, I kind of think they're doing the same thing that they did with Sting in in the first yeah. season. They're you know they're putting that you know the really famous person uh, as you know because they're playing themselves. Yeah, 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 they they did that with Sting in the first one. Like they put him out, you know, it could be him, and like they, he had that like really emotional moment where he like uh, yeah. I don't remember I don't remember how all that played out, but it was just really I think that's kind of what they're doing with Amy Schumer. Okay. So what about Tina Fey's character? Because she's obviously more villainous than we're realizing. Yeah, she's the one. And I guess we need to go ahead and uh, talk about this. But if you're watching this, this, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know. Obviously, the big thing is is Bunny is murdered at the end of season one going into season two. Uh, so that's what they're trying to. That's the, what this there's season two of their podcast is all about, trying to figure out who Bunny, uh, Bunny's killer is. Tina Fey is interesting. I, I because you're right. She's obviously is more villainous. We, this episode really focused in on her assistant. I can't remember her assistant's name off the top of my head. Poppy. Thank you, Poppy. Uh, and you know, we really got it from her perspective and we see just how awful of a person she actually is, which isn't surprising. I mean, you kind of, yeah. Tina Fey being, I mean, she just, she plays that character so well. I mean, like on 30 rock, she was a very different, you know, but she was still very controlling. I mean, she had to be in control of everything on and 30 rock, but she was a much nicer person on 30 rock. Do you ever watch that 30 rock? I did not. I did not watch it. Uh, but I was going to mention too, she has the perfect voice mm-hmm. for this. She does. Mm-hmm. And so, so you just assume this is the nicest person. You would think Cindy, uh, Sarah, Kate, Sarah Kating from NPR, who this is based on, right. you would think when you hear her, you're like, I bet she's the nicest person. Right. <laughs> I, I haven't listened to her specifically, yeah. but I've, I've, uh, I get the comparison because I've heard other yeah. people talk about her as well. But yeah. yeah, like I said, she's, she's the interesting one because they obviously are pointing her towards like, she's really trying to make it. She's really trying to point the, the cops and the police in the direction of our three characters, Charles, Oliver, and uh, Mabel, which is just, I can't believe they went with Mabel for her name. Uh, but nevertheless, yeah, that is weird. Uh, so she's obviously trying to point them in the direction, the cops in the direction of those three. And like I said, I, I don't know what they're going with. I think they, I think there's going to be a swap out at some point, but I just don't know who it's yeah. going to be for. And yeah. Yeah. And, and let's shout out. Uh, I love Oliver's. Was it Olible? Was that? I think so. Yeah. He, he called he, the Charles. Is <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's what it was. Uh, short, man. He is so funny. 
Uh, let's uh, let's talk about the main three. So, of the main three, we got Martin Short, uh, who plays Oliver Putnam, uh, Steve Martin, who plays Charles Hayden Savage, and uh, Selena Gomez, who plays Mabel. Who's your favorite of the main three? I, I love Martin Short. Yeah, he's fantastic. I, 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 he is so funny, and he is throwing out line after line, and they are – he is – Tony Gwynn, Ted <laughs> Williams hit bat four hundred. Right. He's batting a thousand. He's hitting all everyone. Yeah, he is. Uh, I like. I just love the fact that you know you'll, you'll be sitting there and they'll be having a conversation. All of a sudden, he just pulls out this microphone from nowhere and starts recording. <laughs> uh, you know, he's got Mabel doing it now. <laughs> She'll yeah. be recording something on her phone when, uh, uh, just because she knows something good's about to happen. Uh, just love it from from all this. And stuff. I love his sto- his stories. Uh, from the seventies and eighties. Oh yeah, they're fantastic. Just from the theater, like they're always funny. They are. He always has, and as we found out sp- more in season two, most of them are made up. Yes, they because, are. <laughs> uh, Charles, uh, Charles questioned him. I can't remember it with some story. He's like, "That's not true. That person wasn't even." And like he, you see him like, "Uh oh, right." They're, they're <laughs> starting to see. I've been lying the whole time. My question is, okay, so Brazos is the, the television show that Charles was a part of. What is, yeah. what is Brazos? Cause it was in the eighties. What is Brazos supposed to, is it supposed to be, is it supposed to be more, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, Magnum PI. Is it supposed to be more yeah. Hunter? Which one do you think it's supposed to be? I think, I think it's like a mix of Magnum PI and, uh, and like MacGyver. Yeah. Okay. But he's, but he's a police detective. Right. Magnum PI was just a PI. Right. He was. So like just a mix of, of all those. And he had, I don't remember what he, he had a, uh, like a catchphrase. I, I know they mentioned it. Yeah. In the first I, can't season. I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. But like, it's really funny. And I, I love the, the, the remake. Yes. Where uh-huh. he's uncle Brother. He's uncle Brazos. And they have to keep yeah, him in a wheelchair that. because if he goes to jail, then they got to be able to write him out real quick. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious! Uh, yeah. yeah, that that that's a really funny thing that they've added. Yeah, it is. It's a real funny thing they've added. I, I've en- I've enjoyed that a lot. Uh, and but you know, as I mentioned at the beginning of this, and they really are doing this with especially this most recent episode, episode six. You know, episode season one, it was really revolved around the the backstory of of Mabel played by Selena Gomez, and this this episode, episode six, it really drives the focus because they've kind of focused it on all three because you know he had the the painting that they were looking for was was uh charles's father that was the the big thing yeah uh you know you got stuff popping yeah all this other evidence that's constantly popping up in in their own homes but this yeah. episode with mabel attacking the guy on the, on the subway and her just having kind of the breakdown when she finds Cara Delevingne's character, what was her name again? Uh, Alice, when she's doing that reenactment in her apartment, you know, they are really focusing it back on her. And I just think it's an interesting direction to go because it like you're, yeah. you're drawing in like an, the older audience with Steve Martin and Martin Short, but you want to focus it in on Selena Gomez because that brings in the younger actor, the younger right. audience as well. And it's, it's a, it's a smart thing to do in terms of a, just as a television studio thing to do. But I think it's, it, it surprises me just how well it works. I was not expecting to come in to focus my attention on what was going on with Selena Gomez when I was watching this. Yeah. And that's, that's a very good point. And who would have guessed that, you know, and this is, all credit to Selena Gomez because she's absolutely killing it. And th- this this show is going to be even bigger for her. I know she's a huge star right. in music and was a big star as a kid. But, you know, who would have thought her chemistry with these two older actors mm-hmm. would be so good? And then when she gets to do stuff with the younger people, you know, she's just as good. Uh, you know, Cara Delvini is really good. And her name is Alice, Mabel and Alice in right. a 2020, 2022. Right. <laughs> this is 1960 names. Yeah, it is. But, uh, I wanted to mention uh, a very funny line. It was I thought about my line of the week. It involved the painting when uh, when they noted when Charles was trying to figure out the naked man was his dad. And right. Was that his uh, naked body? Yes. Parts? <laughs> and and, and, and uh, 
Oliver says, what what a wonderful thing for you to work out there. <laughs> exactly. Martin Short just has some some great lines in this. Yeah. He just really does. Uh, like I said, uh, I just the chemistry like you mentioned is just so good. I mean, like one of the best scenes from this episode is, and it's probably going to end, uh, as we're talking about this, it's kind of showing my hand. The scene where they've got the, uh, where they're trying to catch the guy. Uh, so they dumped yes. the, I don't remember what it was that they dumped in that. that Litter bomb. Well, I know, but he was attached to something else. I don't remember what it was that they, yeah, were, yeah. they were trying to uh, lure him out with. But they put the glitter bomb in that trash can, and the oh, three it was, of it was the not was it the knife? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was the knife. Uh, so yeah. th- they're sitting there and they're in that car and they're just just that conversation the three of them are having about with yeah. with uh, Jan having you know not asking like are you breaking up with me and and steve martin's character charles talking about how he's got he you know uh there's a question like are you dating her again and like just that whole that whole chemistry in that car in that car scene is just fantastic and they get so caught up in their conversation and dealing with each other's problems they don't even realize that the guy that they're trying to track down is actually at the trash can at this point so uh You're, you're right you don't see scenes like that anymore where you see you see the guy the background and they're so engrossed and it's still so funny of them talking because uh it's it's like a mel brooks movie or something like that that's going on and yeah it's so it's so funny uh actually that uh that you may be hearing about that scene later (laughs) as well but that also leads to the next scene that where i like how they let the guest stars because i'm going to tell you the scene of Jane Lynch as the as the body double oh, yeah. breaking up with Jan. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, it was oh, fantastic. I could stop laughing at that one. <laughs> yeah, that was just great because he said because he, he that's part of the thing, you know, he says I can't I, I don't do uncomfortable things and you know, they just kinda die away eventually. And so he sends Jane Lynch's body double into it, which is just fantastic that Jane Lynch is his body double for her Brazos. It's so funny. And it makes sense. It does. It, it does make sense when you see them standing next to each other. Uh but well, I love where Jane Jane Lynch saying, This is gonna this is the first time I've read this and she's reading over it. And she's like, "Oh, this is about to get a little porny." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, and then Amy Ron, who is so good as Jan, so good, even better in the second scene. Right, she where is. Where she's the villain. Where she is full where into she, her killer self. Yeah. Yes, and she's into it. She's like. She's getting, she's upset that she's being broken up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, like I said, I don't know how much they're going to keep her in the season after this, but I, like I said, normally I would not have liked them bringing her back, but just the way they've done it in the season, it works really well. Perfect. I mean, yeah. and, and to their credit, you know, that whole scene where in, where they're in the car and they lose, they kind of lose focus on what they're supposed to be doing there. When I was watching, I lost focus. I, I forgot why they were there. I was just so engrossed in their conversation yeah. that I forgot. Yeah, oh yeah, they're supposed to be watching for a guy to come, right? Pick up this this evidence that they're leaving for. Well, and, and let's mention this too. Like in the second season, and he was really funny in, in the first season. But Nathan Lane, one of the funniest human beings yes, of all he is. time, is not funny at all. No, he's two. not. Yeah, he he's playing a straight man. In this, which was really surprising. Yeah. I mean, what? he does have some funny things that happen in there are some funny lines just but but it's because of the fact that he's playing a straight man uh, or right when i say straight man i mean he's not supposed to be delivering funny lines i mean just the yeah. like when he's talking about how the interaction when he's on the when he first shows up back on the elevator with martin short in season two uh and the mm-hmm. the terror that comes across martin short's face and just the interaction that he's having with yeah. with uh with oliver and that in that scene it ends up being funny not because he's like delivering these laugh out loud lines it's just right. the situation that he's in uh and so like that it's great that he, all these get people that are you know that we've come to know and love they're doing things that we're not just real familiar with you know i know martin short and and Steve Martin, they would like to do more dramatic stuff, but I think this, if they want to do more dramatic stuff, this is the way they have to do it. They still have to have these dramatic type comedies because they're never going to get, I mean, they were built, they built their careers on the backs of just straight up comedies. And if they want to have any other type of dramatic roles, because they do have some dramatic moments and some good acting moments in the show. Right. Right. But they'll never be just straight up drama. They just won't. No. And Martin Short, let's you know, we've mentioned him a lot. You know, the stuff with his son, where he's realizing mm-hmm. that he might not be the father, right? 
you know, you could tell how upset he is, right. you know, about that. And then, you know, in the first season, Steve Martin, where we find out Lucy exists and how upset he was that he mm-hmm. lost her, you know, like you said, even as funny as both of them are, they, they are showing some, they're showing some dramatic, you know, uh, acting as well. Right. They are. Which I'm sure both of them love. I don't know. I, I haven't paid attention. Are they involved in the writing? There's no way. Martin Short's not writing these jokes. I haven't. I'm not sure. I know they're all three of the main actors are executive producers. I know that much. Uh, so my guess they have something to do with it. Uh, even though, like I said, I, I haven't looked at the the written buys or anything like that. So it wouldn't surprise me if you're I'm an executive. Looking at that. I'm looking at that while we're talking because because Steve Martin's stuff is a lot like okay. Steve Martin is a writer. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, well, Steve Martin's one of the creators of this. He and John he is a creator. Yeah, John he and John Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they have a lot of writers. Uh, Martin Short is not one, but how do you write for Martin Short? You, I, I have a feeling that they, Martin Short's probably doing a lot of his own. I would say Martin Short's probably doing a lot of improv when he's sitting there, uh, actually yeah. on on set. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if he's not just like even he may not actually be an actual writer, but it wouldn't surprise me if he's doing his own thing. A lot of the times when they're actually filming this show. Because there's sometimes he makes a joke and you know, it's something's about to happen and where he's going to go, but it's still funny. Yeah. And I'll give you an example of this, uh, where they're, they're talking about bunnies. Uh, when bunny dies, they're getting to get, they're ha- going to have a get together with everyone who loved her. And I knew he was about to say something right. about, uh, you know, like there's not going to be very many people there. And he says, and he says it so perfectly. Oh, that should be a small gathering. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it's still you know it's coming. You know it's you coming, know but it's coming. but he still he does still it. Still delivers. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, like I said, just really good stuff. Uh like I said this I don't this was the after this episode, this is the first episode where I really don't know where they're going with the with the show. Yeah. You, you kind of have I'm with you too. You kind of throughout the course of the first season and the second season, you kind of know, you know, they're always going to be I mean, the first season the 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 gaze of the authorities was never on any of the main three having the gaze of the, the, the authorities on these three and especially on Mabel, it changes the dynamics of the show. And like I said, it really has done like, I don't know what's going to happen with Mabel here in episode seven, eight and nine, 10. Uh, Cause obviously something happened and it gets caught on video and it's on TikTok, obviously uh, yeah. where she attacks this guy on the subway. And like I said, we don't know what caused that. We don't know what's, well, it looks like he's the, he has glitter and stuff. Right. That's what I thought. And that's what, yeah. and that's the reason she goes after him. So, uh, and like I said, but you don't see that in, in the video right, and it's right. not going to translate. And like Charles and Oliver, they can't see that on the video either. They don't know why she's yeah. going after him. So it's, it's, like I said, that's what makes it so difficult because, you know, where are they going to go with that? How is she going to get out of the situation? It's, it, it's probably, like I said, it, it's always been this this really, you know, those those guys never really been in there's There's never been any issue until they find out that Jan is the killer and she right. traps them. But to having the focus more on them in this season, it's it's a really good progression of the story because you know you've got them doing a podcast where they're trying not only to solve the murder but they're trying to clear their own names as well. So yeah, uh, let me mention one last thing on this show that could go wrong, but they make they do it in such a way it doesn't. Michael Rappaport could be very annoying. It's that cop. Oh yeah, he really could. I forgot about him. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, but. Selena Gomez does such a good job making fun of him mm-hmm. for the persona he is that that scene is not. And they have used him just enough. Just enough. Mm-hmm. If you used him a lot, it, he would he would he would be the worst part. But like I said, the fact that he was doing his stick, his Michael Rappaport, and then she just insults the heck out <laughs> of him. And and it was really funny. Again, that shows how skilled Selena Gomez is. And like like I said, they took that could have been an issue right. and just popped that balloon. Yeah, they did. And I thought it, it has worked. Every person that they have worked into the show has they've worked in seamlessly. Uh, I mean, like you always have this moment of like, oh, hey, there's Michael Rapport. Oh, hey, there's Amy Schumer. Oh, look, there's Sting. There's there's all these Shirley McLean. Shirley McLean. So there's all these people that work in. But as soon as you have that, like, oh, hey, that's who that is. 
they just work them in the plot and you don't even think about them. okay well it's that person anymore so uh oh yeah well you know amy schumer's a person that a lot of people don't like right i don't see how even if you're not a fan of her she's really good and funny in this yeah she's she is perfect mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're right because a lot of people don't like. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of her. I mean, that's uh, yeah. I, she kind of grates on me at times, but in this, she's just absolutely delightful. So, yeah, perfect. Uh, just really good stuff. I love the show. I'm I'm really interested to see what they go with it. Uh, they it is have a they've already approved it for a season three. Uh, so like I said, I can't wait to see what they do at at the end of this season and how they're going to transition into it. That's that's one of the great things about having that season three in your back pocket is you can transition. You can you don't have to like just have a hard end to. Uh, the season because they didn't they did that in season one they didn't have a hard end to it uh they they basically left some doors open for season two and we'll want to see how they do this and uh, well, i two mean honestly three. they were they showed us what was going to happen or what the it's the big the first scene of the show in season one it's the beginning of season two yeah, where mm-hmm. you see Mabel is, is bloodied. right yeah so I'm like, and then, so yeah they, you know i was going to ask you but before we get to the awards, how long do you see this show going on? I mean, the way they do it, it could go on for a while. Uh, That's what I was thinking. I, I kind of hope it does. Yeah. I mean, this could be a, a five, six, seven season show. I mean, the yeah. other issue obviously is, you know, how you've got Steve Martin and Martin. Steve Martin is 75. Five. I think, and I think, I, yeah, I think that's right. And I thought Martin short might be 70 they're they're like five years apart or something like that i thought i looked at that up so that's that's the that's the issue is you know how long are those two going to be healthy enough to do a show i mean it's not it's not a physically demanding show but nevertheless when you get to be in your 70s you know everything requires a lot more of you uh but so yeah steve martin's 77 and Martin Short is 72. Okay. I knew it was somewhere. Now, they look age. pretty good. They do. They, yeah. They, they look great good, for their age. They're in good shape. But, you know, this is perfect for them because they're not going to be the Steve Martin probably could. But if Martin Short was on a show, he would be the third, fourth lead. Yeah, he would be. You're right. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So this is a huge, this is a good for him. Uh, because he was, he was John Mulaney had a short-lived sitcom and he was his dad. It right. was like the third or fourth lead. Uh, so, uh, I, I think this is. I hope they continue because this is perfect for them, and there it will make people go back and watch their great stuff. Because we've mentioned this maybe a couple of times. Inner Space for the eighty yeah. starring mm-hmm. Morton Short is a is a fantastic. It movie. is. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's really good. They they've got so many really good stuff from yeah. from the eighties, well, including Three Amigos with them together when yeah. they became friends. Yeah, that that was. I love that movie. I was growing up. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't watched it in forever, so I don't know how I well watched it. I think over 2020, it's still really fun. Is it really? Okay, yeah. I need yeah. to go back and watch it because I remember watching it when I was a kid and I just absolutely loved it. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, yeah good stuff from all of them. Uh, like I said, I'm really interested to see what they do with the rest of the season and uh, how how that shakes out because, like I said, I, I really don't have a clue who, who it is. I, you know, if they yeah. try to go back to one of the red herrings or if they just kind of come out of the blue like they did with Jan in season one and uh, if they do the same thing with her. So I'll, I'll be interested to see how they, how they handle that. So. Me too. All right. Anything else you want to add before we get on to our weekly awards? No, I think I think we're good. All right. So here on the Main Attraction Podcast, every week we like to do awards when we are still in the middle of a season of a show, and that's where we are with only murders in the building. So uh, our first award of the week is the Tyrion Lannister. Who is your MVP, your Tyrion Lannister, for episode six of Only Murders in the Building? So we're doing all. Well, I guess either way, either way. (laughs) I I was going to look, let's do Selena Gomez. Okay. Uh, uh, because you know, episode six, especially she has the, she's carrying the most, the most, uh, load. And also let's shout her out because again, she's with bill top billing Mm -hmm. with two of the goats of comedy. Right. And right there with them both. So, Shout out to Selena Gomez's Mabel. I am a huge fan now. Yeah, I am too. Like I said, said, it still surprises me that they have made her kind of the focus of of this show. I mean, that's it's her backstory that it carries almost everything. It's a little bit more evenly spread out in in this season, but for the most part, it's still her. I mean, because, I mean, everything, I mean, she's the one who has the confrontation on the subway. Uh, Cara Delevingne's character, the one that they kind of 
kind of pointing in the direction of maybe it's her that, you know, she has the most to do with, with Cara Delevingne's character, Alice. So it's just, I, I'm, I'm in agreement that, with you on that. But that also works out well because a lot of times if Steve Martin is in something, he's the lead. Yeah. So, and he is the straight man setting up a lot of people, but because her storyline is the lead, he gets to be involved with the comedy with Martin Short, so that's huge for him. Right, it is, and like I said, just really good stuff from from all of them. But I'm I'm with you. I'm going to Selena Gomez as well. All right, the Agatha all along. I think we kind of both shown our hand on this a little bit. The best scene of the week. Who is your? What is your Agatha all along for? This yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going with the glitter bomb. This is what this show does well when they have a show a scene like that. Let me mention one other one. The end of episode one where they're hiding. Uh, trying to get the painting, yes, and they're hot. They're having to hide. That's also that shows one the three of their chemistry and just what this. They still Steve Martin and Martin Short are two of the best physical com- yeah, comedians of all time as well, and they're getting to show that off uh, as well in that scene spe- uh, specifically. And then Selena Gomez again can go <laughs> right there with them. So yeah. bravo, yeah. I, 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 I like the the glitter bomb scene where they're in the car. That's mine. Look, there's a bunch of scenes I could point out from previous episodes. I mean, the the scene we talked about where they're playing the uh, the Zodiac Killer game that yeah. was fantastic from either episode four or five. Uh, the scene where they introduce uh, Bunny's mom in episode two was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Just, I mean, the season where they're going through those, those corridors in, when they bring in Steve Martin's daughter, Charles's daughter, yeah. the, going through those secret corridors, just fantastic stuff throughout the course of the entire thing. I mean, just so many really good things happening in the show. Uh, next is the, if you come with the King, you best not miss the best line of the week. What is your best line of this week? And this one uh, is actually said by Selena Gomez, so you may be shot. Even in death, Bunny figured out a way to give you the bird. <laughs> yeah, that was that was mine too. Because I, I, I was trying to figure out what's you know because there's a lot of good ones. Martin Short has uh, yeah. so many good ones, uh, but that's just one of the best ones. Because uh, I think that's one of the ones where she like recorded as well, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, so just really good good things from this entire cast. And like I said, just a, just a fun show. And it's, it's like I described it previously and you mentioned it. It's just so, I mean, it's about murder, but it's still just such an easy breezy watch that, you know, yeah. doesn't require, even though like I said, it's so weird that a mystery, a murder mystery show doesn't ask, you can kind of turn your brain off for it. Uh, right. Right. Which is so odd yeah, for a show. Yeah. And let me mention one more thing about that line. Cause you, you said it right. That's when you find out Selena Gomez, Mabel is taping it because Barton Short go, even says afterwards, he's like, oh, that's good. And, she, and she's like, I recorded it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, just great stuff from all of them. So, yeah. All right. So uh, we kind of talked about this at the beginning. But we'll talk about it again real quick. So we do a rating system here on the Main Attraction Podcast. We are not done with this season. So obviously this is not our final rating. But uh, we have a five-tier rating system. At the top of our rating system is Game of Thrones. If you're the best of the best, we give you Game of Thrones. Underneath Game of Thrones is Lost. Middle of the Road Force is Friends. Beneath Friends is a full house. And at the bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch. Where does Only Murders in the Building? Uh, so far through the first six seasons, first six episodes of season two, where does it fall for you? I'm going Game of Thrones. Uh, I just think this show is incredible. Uh, you're getting to the greatest of all time. Uh, in a streaming show, and then you bring in one of the the uh, a real young powerhouse that goes right there with them, and it's it's quality every episode, and I laugh. Game of Thrones, give me ten more seasons. Yeah, I'm going with Game of Thrones as well. Like I said, I've, I like I said, is it my favorite show ever? No, but it's so good. And there's like I said, I, I don't have anything yeah. bad to say about it. I, I have no complaints. I mean, the performances are good, the pacing is good. Everything about it. I mean, they don't ask you. They ask you. They ask you to be intelligent as a viewer, but they don't ask you to do so much that they're trying to hide stuff from you. So it's just such a good show. And there's just like I said, I have no complaints about a show. And when you, I guess when yeah. you say that, you have to give it a Game of Thrones. So, all right, uh, all right. Let's go on to our next section before we head off into the sunset. Our next thing that we do is we like to do things that we are looking forward to. Uh, in case there are some things out there that you may not be aware 
aware of. So what are some things you're looking forward to this week? So it's the movies coming out Friday, Brad Pitt, bullet train. I will be in the theater most likely. I love Brad Pitt when he's doing comedy action, especially when he's playing a goofy character, which I want to talk about Brad Pitt. I hate you. (laughs) You shouldn't be that funny, charismatic, that good looking, great at everything you possibly can do. I want to meet you because you just seem awesome. (laughs) Uh, But when Brad Pitt is doing funny, just outrageous comedy, he kills it. He's going to kill this role. And then you throw in, there's a lot of good other actors around like um, Sandra Bullock plays a part. Uh, Oh man, what's his name from Atlanta? Ah, shoot. I had his name. One of the guys from Atlanta is in this. And then, wacky michael shannon as the villain you know he's gonna deliver (laughs) as a a crazy bad guy sign me up i'm in oh aaron taylor johnson's in this too oh that's right yeah it it looks it looks crazy it looks fun bullet train i I can't wait all right i've got two this week uh both are actually on netflix (laughs) of all of all things uh the third season of lock and key i'm not sure if it starts this week or next week uh i've never got into that show the first season is not spectacular uh the second season is pretty good and this is the third and final season. It's got the girl from CODA in it. Uh, she's Amelia. Is it Emily or Amelia Jones? I can't remember which one it was. Uh, I think it's Amelia. I think you're right. Uh, but she's in it, and she's the best part of, of the show. Uh, but like I said, season one was, was okay. Season two was pretty good. Season three, I'm hoping, will be even better. So it's one of the things I'm looking forward to this week. Uh, I'm not sure if it's out or if it's coming out. Uh, I'm not really 100% positive, to be perfectly honest with you. But the other thing I'm really looking forward to is The Sandman that is coming out on Netflix as well. Uh, oh, yeah. I've heard a lot of really good things about it. So it comes out on Friday, and I'll want to try to get as many episodes of it in as i can this now, weekend tell me what this what the sandman is this the neil neil gaiman or gaiman uh, however he yeah, pronounces his name yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's his it's kind of like one of his big most impressive most followed works that he's done so uh, i'm really interested and boyd in holbrook is the mm-hmm. star of this right okay uh, so this no is i don't it's boyd holbrook the star he's in it yeah i know he's in it but i'm well, not sure he's if he's one the of the main yeah he's one of the main characters okay. i'm not sure if he's the main character but I know this he's is a it. guy that they've been trying to make a star for a long time just hasn't worked out he's fantastic whatever he's in yeah he was in the last predator movie so i hope it works out for him oh i see some guy named tom sturdage is dream is that the yeah main that's character? the main character yeah mm-hmm. that's that's the oh gwendolyn christie lucifer who's gwendolyn christie what about i know Pat. Uh, yeah Pat oswald's uh, in it Gwendolyn Christie's from Game of Thrones. Uh, Bree. Oh, really? I did not realize that. We'll see who that is. Okay. Oh, this this cast is awesome. Yeah, Stephen it is. Fry, mm-hmm. who just passed? Didn't he just pass away? I think so. I'm not sure. No, he's still alive. No, he's still alive. Obviously. Yeah, man. This is. I'm looking forward to this. They've been talking about this show for a for while, making it for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 excited to see what they finally do with it. So because uh, it, it looks really really good. So uh, like I said, look Netflix they've been hit or miss recently. That this is one they can't afford to miss on. So uh, I'm interested to see what what it ends up being. So I'll be like I said I want to watch as many episodes as I can coming up this Friday. Uh, so all right, uh, anything else? Uh, that's that's it for me. But I just want to. Uh, tell everybody that we're glad you're here and we'll talk to you next time. I will echo those same sentiments and as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.